Where are you going? Out to a movie. That okay with you? Yeah. Cowabunga dudes and dudettes, and welcome to another episode of The Green Screen. I am joined by my good friend Josh. How are you, Josh? I'm great. How are you, Rob? I am doing well, man. I'm, I'm trying to shake a cold, but uh, overall, I'm doing well. I think the Ninja Turtles will make me feel better. Yeah, either that or uh, Splinter can bring you some hot tea. <laughs> hot tea? <laughs> sweet, sweet. And sushi. Sushi helps, too. That's true. It, it worked for April. That's right. <laughs> uh, well... Today's episode, uh, we're going to be uh, watching the uh, very first episode of the 2003 Fox for Kids cartoon, uh, which debuted on February 8th, 2003. And it's hard to believe this is a 10-year-old episode already. Yeah, it looks pretty modern. I, I really like it, so uh, I'm excited. Yeah, me too, me too. Oh, and I want to give a big shout-out to my good buddy Josh. I just got a package in the mail today, and he sent me uh, the... Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Color Classics, uh, the IDW re-releases, issues two and three. Uh, so, Josh, really appreciate it, man. That was really nice of you. Well, I figured we could use some color commentary for the uh, comics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, for for the listeners, if if you guys want to follow along with us, countdown, my man. All right, listeners, we're gonna click play in five, four, four three, three, two. two. One. My name is Leonardo, and right now my this brothers is straight are from in the comic books. Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. Our backs are up against the wall in some trash-strewn alley. Trash-strewn alley. That's straight out of the comic the book. <laughs> on the east side. Wow! Look at that guy's hair. It's blue. Yeah. <laughs> A red afro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's two ton with the uh, crowbar. <laughs> I'm telling you, if, if there's a two-ton uh, uh, action figure, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Especially wearing stupid turtle costumes. Let's see if they freeze for him. I bet they're going to freeze. I think they will. Here it comes. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> so, no, so you said you really liked this uh, intro, didn't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a good song. It's very catchy. I like I like the 2012 series a little bit better, uh, but I think this one's still pretty good too. It's solid. Yeah, I I, I do like um, I do like uh, the guitars in it. I, I really like the the electric guitars, uh, but I, I don't really know the lyrics. It, it just seems like this one was harder to remember. Maybe it's just because I didn't watch it a whole lot. But uh, oh, there's Casey Jones. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I still think it's a catchy song and. Uh, I, I think the worst intro, I don't know if you even remember this, was, um, it was the original cartoon, but it was the last few seasons. Uh, do, do you remember the intro that they, they actually changed it up? It wasn't the, you know, the the traditional uh, Turtles intro. It was like a, a different one. Yeah, you're right. You know, and, and both of them, they're, I guess, a little bit repetitive. Repetitive. Yeah. Uh, this one and the new one, yeah, it's like, uh, they just keep saying Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in it. Right, the right. Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yeah, right. okay, that's it. <laughs> Turtle power. <laughs> it did have cutscenes of the movie, though. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this scene. I finally figured out why I didn't quite like, um, 
Splinter's uh, voice. Why is that? It reminds me too much of, uh, have you ever heard that Dr. Demento uh, special about the Taekwon Leap? No, no, I have not. It's like a, a gag on uh, karate teachers, <laughs> and he sounds exactly like it. <laughs> I can't think of seriously. It's all boot to the head. So it's pretty funny. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. Here comes Raph. I like how, you know, the whole point was for, you know, them to be stealthy uh, and not be seen, and Raph just comes at him head on. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's sort of uh, indicative of his character. Right. Early guns blazing. <laughs> and Leonardo gets the candle. Awesome. Well done, Leonardo. Teaches pet ninja drop <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> My sons. My sons, if you are to become true ninja, you must work harder. Your path in life will not be an easy one. Oh, I like this. The outside world will not be a friendly place for you. Yeah, like, like I said in the previous episode, I, I think um, Splinter's character, you know, although I might not be a huge fan of the, the voice actor, I think Splinter's character, especially in this first episode, is really good. Yeah. Secrecy. You must become kind. You know, it's funny. They're, uh, the body shape of the turtles in this one reminds me a little bit of that Image Comics series. They're a little bit beefier. They are. They are. Yeah, it's kind of like their their shoulders are more like angular and stuff. And uh, yeah, they, they they look a lot more athletic than the <laughs> than the original turtles. Yeah, yeah, they do. Possible, but not likely. Uh oh, sewers are shaking. Mousers. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was funny. I knew what they were before it even happened. Uh, oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was expecting it. I was like, "Oh, that's gotta be the Mauser." <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> it's like New York City cockroaches, man. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that they show the Mausers first in the cartoon series because in the comics, you know, you see Baxter Stockman first introducing them and explaining what they are. Yeah, and, this, and they just come barreling in, you know, and you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, that that is true. And they've really in this episode, they don't really explain why they're there. Yeah. You, did you notice that? Because you know they they go to the surface, they get in all kinds of trouble, but uh, they they don't really explain why the mousers are there in the first place. Yeah, so, I was expecting to see Baxter Stockman in this one, but you yeah, don't. yeah, I agree. <laughs> I sort of feel like in, in this rendition, the uh, the mousers, I feel like they are uh, they're more of a threat to the turtles. You yeah, know, it seems that way. Instead of sort of a gag, almost, you know. Right, right. Or like those those easy defeat uh, Mausers from the the arcade game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's only one swipe with Leo's guitar and you take them out. Right. <laughs> oh, we missed a commercial break there. Oh yeah, yeah. And I love I love the the music uh, in between. You know, anytime there's like something cool happens, there's like an electric guitar lead that just kicks in. Yeah, yeah. Or like a, like in the movie, they they have that riff too. Yeah. Master Splinter, can you hear me? Donatello, any way to? Oh, I love this part. Oh yeah, this is great. So Josh, do you have a shell cell? He's got a satchel. Look at him. He's like Indiana Jones. <laughs> This is like me answering a cell phone. <laughs> hmm. Which button do you press to answer this? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Master Splinter, are you alright? Hello? Master Splinter, stupid device. You don't have to stupid press device. Any <laughs> you already answered. I like how he's got a goatee, too. That's he, he does, he does. Now, I'm kind of wondering if 
He's supposed to be older in this series. You know, because, uh, you know, in the 2012 series, he's younger. Yeah, he's he's really, he does seem a lot younger in the other one, just because the way he carries himself and uh, the colors of his, his fur and even his whole outfit, he just seems pretty uh, active and kind of sleek in the, the new series. Yeah. In this one, he's definitely, seems to be older. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he's, you know, very great compared to the first... Uh, rendition of uh, Splitter, so it yeah. makes you wonder if they intentionally voice, did that. They, you could tell they kind of tried to make it sound like he's a little more elderly. Right. So what do, what do you think of all the Turtles' voices so far? You think, think they suit the, the Turtles? So is Raph. Oh, I agree. I agree. Ra Raph is, is, you know, you know, dead on. I mean, he's got that gruff, kind of grungy voice, and uh, that that's just how I picture Raph. And, and not to discredit um, uh, the other voice actors that have done Raph, uh, but like the two, my two favorite versions are this one and the the original film. Uh, like his version of Raph. Remember what Sensei said. It's dangerous for us to be seen. Yeah. Let alone captured. We yeah, like where, where he's talking. Um, we got it the first thousand times. Of course, you know, he says a whole bunch of profanity all throughout <laughs> the original <laughs> film, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I thought I thought his version of rap was good, and 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 the one in this one is really good too. It's interesting that there was profanity in the first one, but not in the second one, because the first one followed the, the comic so much more, so much better. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a bit more intense, and I think even one of the posters for the original movie said something like this is no cartoon or something yeah so, it did yeah i think they were trying to make a distinction that this is this is like it you know right and, and they uh, got a lot of heat for it because you know in the, in the second one you can tell the the action scenes uh are a lot more comical than they are intense yeah when michelangelo is attacking people with uh, sausage yeah <laughs> or, uh, cold cut combat yeah, yeah. <laughs> and next time i'll use mustard <laughs> Uh oh, here come the purple dragons. Looking like they're gonna rob a joint. With a, with a purple jacket on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he gets taken seriously. Yeah. Oh, it was purple, uh, purple jacket. Purple jacket and uh, and a uh, blue mullet. Wait a minute. Yeah, I don't think they heard you over in Joyce. I love that line. Yeah, <laughs> don't think they heard you over in Joyce. They did Mikey. do a pretty good job of casting Mikey. Yeah, yeah, Mikey was good. I think uh, Leonardo and Donatello, they're they are solid. They're pretty good. They don't jump out at me, but, you know, I guess as their characters, they're not really supposed to, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, the thing I, I wondered, at least just in this episode, um, is they kind of sound alike. I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. They sound very similar. Right. And I, I guess their characters are sort of similar as well. They're uh, a little bit, you know, toned down, I guess. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, you're definitely right, because your two standout characters, you know, besides maybe Splinter, are Raph and Michelangelo in this episode. It was funny, I was talk when I was talking to somebody at work about the cards that I was giving away, yes. uh, he got Michelangelo, and he's like, oh, I don't want Michelangelo, everybody likes Michelangelo. Like, I was like, I thought everyone liked Raphael, and he's like, no, man, everyone likes Michelangelo. I was like, hmm. <laughs> That's interesting, we ought to take a poll with that, maybe on our website. Who, who did you think was the most popular when you we were younger? Honestly, I think it was, you know, it was either Leonardo or Michelangelo. Really? I always thought it was Raphael. I don't know why. Oh, <laughs> see, I always thought Raph was kind of the, the underrated one. Or maybe Donnie. He's definitely the one-off. I thought because he was the one-off, he was the favorite. But, right. Uh, <laughs> 
Now, the 2007 uh, uh, movie made me really like Raph. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I really like Leo in that movie because... Me too. You know, when uh, he's like off in uh, South America or whatever, he's kind of doing like the loner um, sort of uh, tough guy deal. Yeah, you know? it's almost like they kind of, you know, almost traded characters in, in a way. Yeah, I really like the way they did that. Yeah. yeah. So these are some really complex looking sewers uh, Splitter's caught in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, like I was saying, uh, when we reviewed the uh, when we reviewed the episode in uh, episode two, you'll notice a lot of the backgrounds are sort of static, and that a lot of the changes in animation happen on top of static backgrounds. Right. It's it's kind of interesting, but uh, it's it's reminiscent of the comics. Right. Yeah. You brought up a good point there. I, I I didn't really notice that, but you know, now that you mention it, I can see it in this episode, which you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's very uh, almost jarring when it switches scenes, you know. Yeah. You could see it flick. Okay, new scene. Flick new scene, and then you see, you know, the van just pulled in, and yeah, yeah. it it kind of reminds me of anime, but it also kind of reminds hey, me dude, of the, uh, the, the 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 Batman cartoon from the '90s. You know, just the animation. Oh, yeah. That's that is an awesome series, by the way. I uh, love that series. That's oh, awesome. I agree. I agree. I've got, I've got the whole series on DVD. My wife and I watch every episode. Oh, it's, nice, it's nice. Yeah, I, I had the Mask of the Phantasm movie. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that that was a good one. Hey, what was your favorite character? No parking zone. Oh, um, in the series. Oh, two ton here. Oh no! Oh, oh. <laughs> poor two ton. I know. It's a ninja thing. He didn't stand a chance. Oh, this is great right here. Whatever happened to good old-fashioned padlocks? It's for, uh... Where's the fun in that? Raph taunts him. <laughs> or no, yeah. Mikey taunts Raph. I really like Michelangelo's on nunchucks. They're really visible, and they look really awesome. Yeah. I can hear you. Okay. I heard that. Yeah, um... Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, the nunchucks. I, I think in 2003, uh, in, in Europe... N nunchucks were, I guess, n no longer banned from being shown on TV. I I'd assume. Yeah, I we mentioned that in the episode, and I have heard that before. I just I don't really understand why that specifically seemed to be offensive. You would think the would sai think, or the katana. Yeah, the two swords. Um, I guess I could. I mean, I guess I could picture kids swinging them around and hurting I think it's, themselves. Maybe like it's a toy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is great. What a hothead. And here come the purple dragons. Because we're not alone. But you know, one thing I gotta say about this particular episode is it's got a little bit of everything. It's got you got a little bit of your um, uh, it shows the setting of the turtles, you know, where, where they live right away. Uh, it's got a lot more action. It's got a lot of funny things in it. Uh, so it's a nice blend, I think, between the original cartoon and the comics. I agree, yeah. And one thing I like about this series, it's, it, it is a lot different, the animation style, um, and the way that, just the way that everyone has drawn. Right. In this one particularly, uh, their eyes are very expressive. They are, yeah. They were sold on their faces. I thought that was a cool way of doing it. And that's not bad because they don't even have uh, pupils. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Donatello there. Man. Yeah, he looked pretty intense. He did. He was like, <laughs> over him like, what now? Yeah. <laughs> Give me some green. Well, that was easier than expected. And I also like how the turtles actually have different, you know, like in the toys, you see it. 
but here in the cartoon, you can see that they all have a different shade of green. Yeah, yeah, I like that. They that's that's cool. More individualized, yeah. Yeah. Ninjas? Here come the ninjas! That's a cool shot right there. Yeah, it was. I really like that the ninjas are, are people instead Me of too. Uh, uh, robots, yeah. You and monkey ninja. Yeah. <laughs> monkey ninja robots. That should have been an episode title. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. We could, we could always go back and change it. <laughs> Yeah, I like how the, uh, the the ninjas here actually put up a decent fight. Yeah, it actually, feels like more of a battle now, more so than, than a gimmick, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah. These guys are, like, way harder than the guys in the video game. <laughs> you can just flip them over your head and they explode. Yeah, or throw them at the screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, this is cool. Running that, along the wall. Awesome. It's like <laughs> It's funny, you, you'll notice Leonardo's facial expression in this is often one of anger or, or uh, just really serious. It is, yeah. See, you know, honestly, I, I haven't read a whole lot of the original comics. Um, but, you know, one thing I, I think is fascinating about Leo's character, and I always, th I used to think that Leo's, oh, man, he's a goody two-shoes. But maybe it's watching the 2007 movie and, and even watching, actually, the 1990 movie. I kind of understand what Leo's going through. Well, I, I've ne never personally been through it, but I've, I think it's interesting about his character because he's trying so hard to be a good leader. But in order to be a good leader, sometimes you have to make these incredibly tough decisions. Uh, and I never really considered that as a kid, you know, that that's what leaders are required to do, you know what? Yeah, and I think in this, this debut episode, Leonardo, I guess just because... He's narrating the beginning of the episode, saying, you know, we're stuck in this alley. Like, you get the impression in this episode that he's just inherently a leader from the beginning. Right. Uh, and he's already in that role. He's already established as the leader. Whereas in the uh, the 87 series, it's not as predominantly shown in the first episode, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that, yeah. And I don't know if they really ever explore that a lot in the 87 series. I mean... It's been a long time since I've watched them, I've, you know, probably since I was a little kid, but uh, I don't know if they really explored the fact that, you know, what if Leo's actually kind of scared of being a leader? Right, yeah, or, you know, do the other turtles think that they're better qualified to be a leader? Right, right. It's, it's kind of given. Right. Because, you know, like you remember in the original film, Raph felt that way, you know, that, that you know, he's always questioning Leo. Yeah, that's the plan from a great leader. <laughs> <laughs> I never said I was a great leader, Raph. <laughs> you sure act like it? Well, you know what? You act like a jerk. <laughs> we could probably quote the whole movie. Oh, uh, we probably could. in New York City, besides us, it's just not right. Talk about not right. Oh, Raph's got the dough. Yep. <laughs> Show me the money, baby. <laughs> This isn't Finders Keepers, Mikey. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. Oh, the cops got quite a hairdo there. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does. It's an afro. Did you see that? Some little green men in an armored car just threw a bunch of money at us. A little green man. Yeah, rookie. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know, understand how they got into the sewers with that uh, truck. 
but, yeah. <laughs> but they found a way. Just drive it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm glad to see you too, my sons. Master Splinter, so much has happened today. Yes, yes. There will be time to tell me all about it later, Leonardo. But first, I wish to take you all home. Now, did you watch any of the uh, 2003 shows? Uh, what you know when they were when they were out? No, not really. I, I think I had I heard the theme song, and I had seen some of the toys that were out, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. The turtles are back. Uh, these aren't as cool because they're not what I had as a kid." Right. Yeah, it's cool that they're out there. That's that's what my thought was. I never really got into it until. Uh, the 2007 movie came out, and I was like, oh man, this is legit. Right. <laughs> but, uh, I just, yeah, I, I kind of, I didn't take it seriously and brushed it off, and I'm kind of sorry I did, but I'm glad that I'm watching it now, because it really follows the comics uh, pretty well. Same, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, uh, I, I did get to watch a lot of it, and I tried so hard to like it, uh, you know, uh, when it had first come out. But I, like I said in the, uh, the previous episode, all I had to compare this episode, or th this series, um, with was the original okay. cartoon. I hadn't read the comics at that point. And now that I have, or, you know, I guess I started reading the comics probably around 2003, 2004, so it was right around this time. I started watching more, and that's when I kind of started appreciating it more. Um, especially, I think, the later on in the series, you really see some character development with the Turtles. Uh, I think this series is very well written, um, from what I've seen. Change. Yeah, and really the uh, the '87 series is, is the kitty series, if you will, of, out of all of them. It is, it is. It, it's kind of it's the one that started it all. But uh, you know, I mean, of course, the comics started it all. But it's the mainstream one, you know. Uh, oh, here comes Rokusaki. At least I think that's him. With his purple mullet. I was gonna say he's got purple hair too. <laughs> purple eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least they I match. Guess that matches his cape. Yeah. But we were attacked. By some sort of karate frog creatures or something. Uh -oh. Karate frog creatures. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking we should have made episode two karate frog creatures. Oh, we're, we gotta do it. We're gonna do it. I know you won't fail me again, ever. That's probably paying homage to the fact that they were kind of a joke, you know, a parody when they started the comic. Right. <laughs> oh, and that's how it ends. But see, like, I guess that's New York City, right? Yeah, I think it is. I love how the camera kind of, um, the view angle just kind of closed in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that was nice. a really cool effect, you know? You don't really see that in cartoons much. And another thing I, I, I will say that I forgot to mention about the introduction, I love how it's a little bit CGI mixed in with animation. Yeah, it's sort of a hybrid. Yeah, yeah, which I, which was really cool. You know, I think it still holds up today, and it, this is a 10-year-old uh, episode right now, so... It, it does not feel like it's 10 years old at all. I know, uh, I know. It feels like I, we could be watching this right now. Well, yeah. I, we were watching it right now, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh, what, what were your last impression or your final impressions of this episode now that you've seen it again? Uh, I want to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Round two. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, like we were saying earlier, I, I prefer the animation style of the 87 series because... I sort of feel like you get, um, it's more active, and you feel more like you're in the Turtles world, um, and that's sort of what I'm expecting when I'm watching a cartoon. This sort of is more of a storyboard, storytelling mode, uh, which is good, it's different, um, and it is closer to the comic series, so you kind of have to know what you're getting into when you go to watch it, so... 
you're prepared. And I think once you are, uh, it's it's more enjoyable. You get more of a story out of it than you do uh, the, the 87 series, you know. Uh, you get you get more detail, more backstory, and it's, I think, as you know, now that I'm older, I think it's a bit more interesting because you want to find out what's going to happen. So uh, I really liked it. Uh, you know what? I, I feel the same exact way. You know, <laughs> like I said in that last episode, we really need to start disagreeing. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I, I agree. I just think there, there's a there's a deeper storyline in uh, uh, in this series. Just seeing the first episode, you can already tell because we don't we still don't know what happened uh, with the Mausers or why they're there. We still don't know who that that figure was, although we're led to believe that it's Rokusaki. But we, you know that there's an open end there. It's not like um, it's not like the '87 show where you know you've got your where it goes in chronological order and you can about predict exactly what's going to happen. You know you have uh, a bad guy shows up, and most of the time it's a different bad guy in each episode. Uh, besides, you know the recurring villains like Shredder, um, a bad guy shows up. The Ninja Turtles are in trouble. And by the end of the episode, everything's wrapped up. In this series, in contrast, this series is, uh, it's like a saga, uh, and I remember watching some of the later episodes, like, uh, pro- actually, probably towards the end of the series, uh, where there were, like, five or six parts to uh, a story arc, almost like the comic books, um, which I really like, and I think this offers a lot of that. Um, the animation, I, I'm with you. I kind of, I like the old school animations from the from the '87 series, but I, I do like the new show's animations for what it was. It's kind of a hybrid between CGI and and uh, just regular cartoon animation, but uh, I, I think it, it holds up really well uh, to for it to be a 10 year old uh, show. So very very impressed. Uh, I think honestly, I'm gonna go on a limb and say this is an underrated series. You know, what, what do you I, think? I, I think you're right because, you know, even in this first episode, it's turtles. So I would assume that most people who watch this episode already know who the turtles are, what they're about, and have already seen a previous episode. Right. You know, and, and coming into this, even though we already know who the turtles are, it's cool that they don't they don't necessarily introduce the characters as oh this is Leonardo you know like they did in the, in the first episode of the original series. Mm-hmm. They just kind of assume that you know and they just roll forward. But even though you already know the turtles, this episode leaves you ending up with more questions than you have answers by the end of it, and you want to find out more. Right, right. I that, thought that was cool. That is a good point. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. There's no origin story, you know, yeah. uh, which which I think is a nice change. I mean, you, you know, you, you think of the, the movie, the original uh, uh, movie. Um, you think of the first uh, episode of the 87 cartoon, Origin Story. And even the first comic book, Origin Story, you know? And a very violent one, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, this is like the first kind of episode or, you know, the beginning of a story where they don't talk about how the Turtles came to be. So I think that's pretty interesting that they started off right with the action. Yeah, and, and like you were saying, we're, okay, well... What happened to the purple dragons? It, was that Shredder? Where these Mausers? Where did they come from? You know, and it, you, you want to see the next episode to find out the answers to all those questions. Where, you know, those those are questions that you didn't have before you started the series. So it kind of drives you deeper into find out what the story is. And I thought that was a neat way of doing it to make the series fresh and more interesting. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, all right. Well, I guess should we wrap it up, my man? Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Uh, 
I think that's uh, that's all we've got for this episode. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, here's hoping you enjoy your uh, peanut butter and jelly and uh, donut pizza. I just made that up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we will talk to you guys next week. Cowabunga, dudes. Cowabunga. <laughs>